Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. There were two more murders 15 miles well, away. Arrived, they found the telephone and electricity line. described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning. As a man sat in prison for manslaughter a charge that would have had him free in 12 years, he began writing a memoir of sorts. In this memoir, he claimed he killed 25 people, liked it, and felt sexual gratification while doing it. This little memoir, and the appearance of a survivor, had German police completely rethinking the crimes of Rudolf Pleil, who, after all was said and done, took his life on February 18, 1958. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Rudolf Pleil was born on July 7, 1924, in a small village near Czechoslovakia, before moving after the Nazis took control. By age nine, Rudolf began financially supporting his family through border smuggling, a job that had him in and out of jail. His brother died while Rudolf was young, and his sister was, in accordance to Nazi law, forcibly sterilized due to her epilepsy. To say his life was full of difficulty would be an understatement. When he was 15, he began working as a shipboy on barges, operating smaller illegal businesses on the side. When World War II began, he joined the Kriegsmarine, a Nazi Navy. After some time serving, on October 26, 1943, Rudolf was found unfit for service due to his epileptic seizures. He was set to be sterilized like his sister, but a bomb attack destroyed the operating room just a few days before his appointment. But in the period that he did serve, he found that he was turned on by the violence he saw more specifically, by the dead bodies. That's why, after failing in his job as an auxiliary policeman and realizing his new marriage wouldn't satisfy his urges, he began attacking young women at night. Then, from 1946 to 1947, Rudolf Pleil found his perfect job. He began working as a frontier worker in the Haars. This basically means... He helped those who pay to cross illegally from the east to the west. Most of these were women who were helpless and desperate to find safety. And instead, they found Rudolf Pleil. But more on that in a minute. On October 18, 1947, Rudolf Pleil was arrested after a robbery gone wrong of a Hamburg man named Herman Banan. His dismembered body was found and traced back to Rudolph and the jury, who decided he didn't mean to kill Banan, sentenced Rudolph to 12 years in prison. Now, this may have been the end of Rudolph Plale's story, or at least given it a very different ending. However, Rudolph began writing a memoir from his jail cell. Rudolph Plale, death dealer, retired. Now, if this book wasn't enough to raise an eyebrow, then this next part would. 
It was around the same time that a woman, Frau Lydia Schmidt, came forward claiming that Rudolf Pleil, the man who was recently put in jail, offered to help her escape from East Germany. He got her over the west side of the wall, but once he had her in a secluded area, began beating her until she was unconscious. After some quick thinking and a convincing act of playing dead, Rudolf left and the woman's life was saved. Once he was gone, she ran for safety. So police followed up on her story and began digging into Rudolph's past. It seemed that all those years ago when he was helping women cross to safety, he was actually using his new business venture to find the perfect victim. He would rape and kill these women and abandon their bodies. Each time, the weapon changed. He even had two accomplices, though when it came to the murder, that was Rudolph's job. During the course of their investigation, they uncovered nine victims attributed to Rudolph Pleil. Though, according to his helpful memoir, he killed 25 people. At his new trial, held October 31, 1950, Rudolph Pleil, along with his accomplices, were tried for nine counts of murder. During this trial, Pleil kept demanding that he be charged for the correct number, 25. He boasted that he was Germany's greatest serial killer and put everyone else to shame. Three weeks later, on November 17th, all three men were sentenced to life imprisonment. While in prison, Rudolf continually wrote to authorities and offered the whereabouts of new remains, pending they let him out so he could visit the scene. He even wrote the mayor of a town and offered his services as a hangman. And if that mayor wanted to see his credentials, he just had to look in an old well on the city's outskirts for one of his strangled victims. After he grew tired of his cat and mouse game, on February 16, 1958, Rudolf Pleil hanged himself in his prison cell. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on February 19th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.